This is insanely <laughs> eye opening. <laughs> I'm in awe. <laughs> I am in awe. I am utterly speechless. <clears throat> Thank you. All right. Thank you, Office. Okay. Thank there's you, only Office. So, there's only so much we can take. <laughs> wow. See? It's the subtle thing. See, we've been watching this for so long, and there, Yeah. Welcome to the People Persons Paper Podcast, <laughs> the show where we are going chronologically through every episode of the NBC sitcom The Office. <laughs> Thank God we are. Yes. I... You, you get to a point where you feel like you know everything. You feel like you know a show. <laughs> I thought I knew you, Office. And I, I knew I didn't know the song. I knew that it had to be a song because it's the way that that, sh- that show works. You know? Like, I remember I was they fooled me once just because I'm out of the loop on stuff. And I didn't know in season six when they were doing um, uh, Dunder Mifflin is a part of Saber. And it was Party in the USA. By Miley Cyrus, uh-huh, I think. Uh-huh. And you know I just, what? I I'd never heard that song. I didn't know that either. Oh, I did just we just blow your I mind? I think you just blew. Poof, oh yeah, yeah. Mind it's, blown. It's, it's totally a huge song, and but just because I wasn't a radio listener right. or, or I wasn't watching MTV, I did. I had no idea. Well, I never knew until many viewings that uh, the I don't want to work. I just want to bang on this mug all day, day. but it's Uh drum all day. Uh Oh, that's a song. Oh, Uh, this is kind of fun. (laughs) (laughs) And it makes the scene that much funnier. Mm -hmm. But yeah, wow. Just to find out that Pam is singing On the Wings of Love. By by who's it by? It is by, I just lost the... That wasn't trivia, Very was it? Sorry, no, 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 no. it's not trivia. But it's, uh, uh, it wasn't. It wasn't like Luther Vandross. No, was it? it wasn't. We were talking about sorry, too. Jeffrey Osborne. Jeffrey Osborne. Jeffrey okay. Osborne. Jeffrey cool. Osborne. And I think that he did not have a lot of hits. I did like, not believe. I don't, he doesn't have hits that I. Yeah. He doesn't have hits that I know of. Yeah, yes. yeah. But not that I know all the hits. Again, we just talked about how we did not know one of the largest songs in the world, "Party in the USA," while it was popular. Yes. So we are not the resources for. No, we don't. We don't have our finger on the pulse of the community. That we do not. Whatever. As always, we are your hosts, Hilton Price and Brian Sittler. Me here. And this week we are joined by Tulsa Comedian, back again on the show, Jeff yes. Thomas. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, man. I love it. Join it's a good time. Always. You got to jump on these early ones, man. It's fun. That's right. Yeah. They are exciting. <laughs> yeah, well, at some point we have to ask our friends to suffer through like the worst of season eight, you know? And that's We're going to be, be begging people by yeah, then. Please come on the show. <laughs> There's a really good scene. There's a really good scene. There's <laughs> one Three minutes. Scene. No, they're really solid. Fun. No, it's not that bad. We're poo-pooing it, yeah. There'll, be, there'll be more cringy stuff that isn't as fun to watch, yeah. of course. But this episode, good God, this, this thing was <laughs> off the damn chain. For such a grieving, grief, griefful yes. episode, it was a lot of laughter. And, and a ship episode, as they'd call it. You know, they, they, they talk about on shows like uh, Star Trek where there's the, the episodes where they're going places and seeing fantastic stuff. And then there's the episodes that takes place inside the Enterprise because that's a budget day. They got to save their money for right. the, you know. They so. both stay in. Yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah. in our last episode, we had Dwight going out to the outlet mall to mm-hmm. see Jan. Exactly. Yeah. There was so, location shoots. Location you know. shoots, and they've yeah. done that. But this is, you know, now one office and the only other location technically is Stanford. Yeah, which uh, that's actually something we might want to watch for to see if we see more episodes focused inside Dunder Mifflin because you got to think, you know, uh, in, in a meta sense, the crew has to, they're paying for a show on NBC. It's the mm-hmm. third season. Yes. So so mm-hmm. if they've got to set up a second shot at Stanford every episode, 
that might limit what they can do with the cast overall. That's true. There you go. You know, That's true. Point. Interesting. That's true. That might play interesting into the next one with the initiation, actually. Yeah. I think about it. And while Pam is singing songs for a dead bird, <clears throat> Jim and Pam, uh, Jim and Karen are yeah. getting to know each other even yeah. more. It's the courting of Jim and Karen. Yeah. Over chips. Uh, chips. Yes. Yeah. And once chips. again, the same kind of playful way the that playful. he interacted yeah. with Pam. Yes. Yeah. A lot of people had a problem with this, I think. Yeah. There's an adverse reaction to Karen because I think they maybe viewed it as she was sort of taking Pam's place with oh. that, that same kind of interaction and fun and yeah. pranky. You know, and Andy kind of becomes pseudo Dwight a little bit mm-hmm. for a time. Yeah. You know? And he has sort of the, he's very uh, early Andy ish in this episode. This, I don't know. Well, it, very early. Andy, <laughs> yes. Where he's, he's just sort it of is, like, it makes sense. Cause it's early. <clears throat> like an, an annoying dude, bro kind of character. Yeah, he's still there. You know? He's still there. He, and yeah. from his post Cornell days. Yeah. Well, and we, so. and we don't have him shoving the Cornell thing down your throat every yes, five minutes. exactly. That's true. That comes later. Yeah. Is that how all the uh, acapella guys from Dude Bros from Cornell <laughs> yeah. have the same kind of bent to their personality? <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> I think Some, that's well, standard. Broccoli Rob was a little bit, yeah. Broccoli Rob. As we, thank you, uh, thank you for uh, bringing him back into the fold later on, actually. Oh, uh, yeah. That same kind of, yeah. A little bit from that same school, <laughs> the Daily Show school. Yes, <laughs> and and that's really what it is. Is you've got a ton of those Daily Show correspondents uh, guys. everywhere. <laughs> that's true. Just like we were talking about talking about Dana Carvey's show, you uh-huh. know, with Steve Carell yeah. and uh, uh, Stephen Colbert. Stephen Colbert. Colbert. We talked about yeah. that off mic, yeah. and, uh, and it's just uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. I don't know. Creative people who come up together often work together. Of you course, know, you see that a lot. Yeah, you hope so. so. And then they make they work I, off each other and make things better. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and it, and it makes for good stuff, and that's why we're that's why we're here. <clears throat> yeah, you know, you wouldn't have the Steve Carell we have leading the show, and this this episode no. especially is a Steve yeah. Carell lead. Yeah, very much. Definitely. So. Yeah, this is something that um, I don't think in the, would be showcased in the British. This would not be a British show. No, but I, with the sentimentality, at least from the lead, from maybe the not lead. the sentiment. No, you're right, because David Brent would have never no, gone this direction. No, 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 he wouldn't. He wouldn't, and he would never say at the end something like you know. Cr- People saying crying is bad, you know, that's baloney, you know. Yeah. That's very much a Michael, like a Steve Carell sentimental. That's a Michael Scott It's thing, a Michael yes. Scott. This is where the, 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 he's really diverged into his own version of it. Yeah. And he's made it his own. This is a Michael obviously. Scott joint. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and I mean, it, it is from the minute one of the episode. From being it, goofy with his little Austin Powers thing. Yeah, o- opens with the fake stares and the, and, and, and you really, what I love about it too is is Michael does that thing in the in the cold open where we we see him do something and then we get his talking head, and in the talking head he's saying how he has to uh, do it for the troops. He's he's, he's Bette Midler, you know, for the boys. <laughs> yeah. Well, he continually uh, you see where he 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 idolizes a lot of uh, uh, powerful women entertainers. Yeah. Which is interesting because it's uh. It, it gives him a um, yeah because Meryl Streep later on. Yeah, he's uh. Yeah. Some kind of a, a bent. Yeah, which which short which explains a little bit of his um his mannerisms and the way he sees the world, you know, because he sees himself as sort of a a diva kind of character too, yeah. you know, entertainer diva. Yeah. Yes. So I am I am Beyonce always. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So there you go. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. but it's a microcosm again of of his antics because the only one who over who laughs at at it, you know, and it doesn't want to get to end right there is Dwight. 
Yeah. Well, no, and you've got Meredith and Kevin are watching it. Yeah, just uh-huh. kind of stone face. Uh-huh. La- I guess Kevin was probably into it. Yeah. Just dumb stuff like that. Uh, who asks for the pen from the office? Uh, Dwight. What? It is Dwight. Dwight. Okay. Yeah, he so. keeps it going, and then Pam sees her opportunity. Yeah. And then Pam. And Pam in awesome Pam mode now. <laughs> Which is so funny because we get a Pam by the end of the episode who is doing anything she can to support these people. You know, and in the yeah. beginning, she's very much poking him. Yes. Oh, you know? Yeah. She, she toes that line. Mm-hmm. She kind of sees that, I think, because she obviously misses Jim. Exactly. And feels like, I think, yeah, feels like she has to make up for she, she does him for not the, being there. Right. And the and the prodding. And, and even Ryan actually gets in on the act later mm-hmm. on that we see. And yeah, he's just kind of look. And I love how they play that out with him looking at the camera like, this is yeah. just too good not to pass yeah. up. Uh-huh. I got to do it. Awesome. Because he wouldn't prank, and like throughout the series, he would sort of like down, like poo poo that. Like, I think Jim tries to get him to do a prank. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I like that when I was in middle school or something along yep. those lines. Yeah, but we haven't gotten to one, that one yet. No, that's a good one. No, but, but yeah, he really wouldn't do that much. But here we do, and and what's great too is we get him uh, sort of being the viewpoint character for a minute as he re- reacts to Pam doing it. Yeah. And it's like, like he's like almost looking at us to say like, you know, look at, look at this happening in front of us. And then he, he gets the ball and he has to play too, you know? He kind of takes it to him. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and, when, and once he pulls it off, because that's the one as the viewer, I think that you're like, oh, no, Michael's nah, got to move. Nah. Come on, Mufasa so, audience, yeah. you know. I, well, something dawned on me when that I was thinking about that this morning, because later on, he, Ryan does take advantage of Michael. But mm-hmm. Ryan was in such a power uh, position of power because Michael had literally a crush. On <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah, he could have done. He could have been Jim like times 10 yeah. and gotten away with it. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, you, that's a really good point. Ryan, um, Michael trusts Ryan. Implicitly. Yeah, he, he, Implicitly. So yeah, if exactly. Ryan says that, he, that his uncle Mufasa, like Mufasa got trampled by wildebeest. <laughs> and then he comforts him. Yeah. <laughs> you sure you want to talk about it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, it'd probably take an hour and a half. <laughs> oh, we in the audience. <laughs> yeah, of what happened. Did he write? I don't think he wrote this episode, but... I, uh, I thought that was just, I really I thought that really went well with his character. Kind of made him likable for the first time in a while. Yeah, which uh, which we needed too, and and especially because they they are still pushing the whole like he's sort of a shit to Kelly kind of thing. Oh yeah. So which we yeah. we, we get a, we get that great moment where she's crying and Michael goes <laughs> to comfort her. <laughs> And the second he realizes she's talking about Ryan, that turns. And he, he gives that frustrated look, yes. and then he just pivots and walks away. It's so damn good. Well, I guess it's really uh, it, it it burns his bridges on two fronts because he loves Ryan, uh-huh. and, number, and she's not upset about the bird or Ed Truck. Mm-hmm. One thing I love about this episode, Ed Truck, I get to say the words Ed Truck a uh-huh. lot. Truck. <laughs> yeah, because it's a sad day. Poor Ed Truck. And the, uh, uh, the the funny thing, too, about Kelly is how mm-hmm. she also is sort of what kicks off Michael's grief. When he comes out to announce that Ed's yeah. dead, uh-huh. and she immediately comes up, oh, and, yeah. Michael, I'm so sorry. And you, he has this moment of realization on his face where he goes, oh, yeah, I, I need to be comforted. <laughs> and that kicks yeah, off have... the whole episode. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Because yeah. I was confused. The whole thing, I had to read up on this a little bit because his character was a little bit disjointed because in the carpet, he doesn't have a good relationship with that truck, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he yeah. could really give or take uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. at all. So I, when she came up to him, I was like, oh, yeah, he's trying to play off like he's upset. Yeah. 
But then you're right. That does set off the emotional. Well, you could down. He has that reaction where he's all like, "Yes, oh, I, I am," because he was my My boss. boss. Yes. Yeah, you you could tell he he's still not sure what's going on, (laughs) but he's understanding that this is now a moment where he gets to be the attention. Yes, or the center of attention. Good point. Good. Yeah, because it's always about it's it's back to him. Yeah, it's always about him. Mm -hmm. You know, and and that's how it was easy to explain because. He is Ed Truck, or no? He could be Ed Truck, and nobody, you know, down the road, and nobody would care. Yeah, that's exactly. what he's afraid of. Thank you for the. I gotta give credit where credit's due. Uh, I was looking. Oh yeah, Eric, Eric Andrews on AVTV. Nice. Because I couldn't like yeah. put two and two together on the plot. Like, what is he? I get it. There's some sort of like he's the bird. He is Ed Truck. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, nobody cares about him, and he's selfish, so he always wants people to care about him. He have a million friends. Exactly. But they kind of that guy kind of like laid it out in his article about this that's a really good point and and, nice. and that's you know because he he is the boss now so i mean yeah well he can just you know <clears> but you know they forced he forced people to go to that funeral <laughs> that's one of the <laughs> funny kelly <laughs> moment there at the end thanks for being here he made us come <laughs> so they kind of toe that line that. nicely yeah it's just that little moment like mm-hmm. he made us come well, and then you see it when when he's talking about when he's holding the ball in the conference room, and, and he's got that great line, I'm so terribly, terribly, yeah. terribly yes. alone. Exactly. Alone. Yeah. And then Pam gives that look to the camera. Uh-huh. Like, she's like, that's about him. It's about all it's, about It's all about uh-huh. him. Yeah. 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 And he realizes the, the symbolic weight of the bird mm-hmm. making the connection right there, and she has that little moment like, that's where she, that's what you were saying. She starts very cynical and poking and prodding. Yeah. Uh-huh. And by the end, she was like, okay, I know it's ridiculous, but... And she's let's yeah. do this. She's giving a speech that's essentially towards the end. They're telling Michael, it's "You him. will not be forgotten." You will not yeah. be forgotten. Yeah, I'm sure there's other b- birds out here who love you. Yeah, yeah. So it's <laughs> it's uh it is yeah it's it's very touching. Yeah, and she got to show off her uh, artistic side by making that casket. She did. The <laughs> casket was awesome. Was Push pins, a pencil, erasers. That took some time. I know exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm sure cool. she had time. Frill. She does have time. Yeah, <laughs> she does always have time. Without Jim there, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no flirty time with Ryan or anything like that. That's right. Yeah. So, but it was it was ornate. <laughs> it was, <laughs> yeah, and nice. it clearly moved Michael when he gets it at the end. Oh it's yeah. Just little. He's so blown he's away. So just looking down he's just a little kid it's so it's another thing like it's like the birds uh at office olympics that he has hanging that they hang up oh that's right you know, yeah. she, she's she's she got did. that creative side she yeah that's to, right to do it. i forgot about the birds yeah mm-hmm. they're kind of like yeah they're kind of stringing him along in a way uh-huh but he's still totally into it yeah he loves it and it's not as much as in office olympics where jim was just but yeah, yeah, where he walks in ridiculous. on a whole other yeah, production. He's just yeah. hiding all the stuff. She actually has more heart to it, I guess, in this. Yeah, this this she's using it because she understands how much it's going to mean to Michael. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 of, and all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, well, they can calm him down. I also thought this was akin to sort of the injury when the the foreman grill. Yeah. His foot was clamped down, and how he had the whole like nobody cares. It's one of those Michael <laughs> yeah. like nobody cares about me episodes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's good sort point. of another version, a little bit of. It's a different type, but it's kind of like that. But it, and it shows a consistency in, in in how they've portrayed this character when he is hurt. You know, you know, this time it is an emotional thing that he's wrestling with, as opposed to a physical injury. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, you know, and both of them, of course, ended up being really about an emotional injury because <laughs> <laughs> everything is with Michael. But but yeah, in no, addition to the other injuries. But you're absolutely right. Yeah. This is this is playing Michael against the rest of Dunder Mifflin. You know, that that those are our, our character. That if there's a 
an antagonism between uh-huh. anyone. That's really what it is. And we don't see that every episode, but we do see that. And and it, it, it goes in the style of the the topic drags them into the conference room, which is a, a recurring theme that we're going to start to see more and more and more of as we now get 30 episodes in. passed in. You yeah, know? it's always eventually something ends up in the conference room. Uh-huh. Yeah, we'll see it again with weight gain. We'll see it again yeah. with with stress relief. You know, It, it I mean? becomes like their therapy room pretty much. Exactly. His meetings are like that, at least to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and of course that becomes the running joke towards the end of the show with a conference room and stuff like that. Conference room yeah, now! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Dwight even does it when he becomes eventually down uh, the, um, yeah. with, the gun, with the gun issue. Uh-huh. <laughs> Root and Toot and Dwight. And Dwight. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta give a future shout out to that one. I can't yeah. wait till we get to that one. <laughs> that is a great Howdy episode. Partners. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to. I just want to give a shout out to to Jan's brief uh, turn oh. in this. Well, she actually there's a couple scenes she's in. She's got two the, two scenes yeah, I think at the start and the way she kind of give, breaks the news in a way like we lost Ed yeah. Truck. Mm-hmm. It's like I've heard that in the like a like a business like we lost him to a. Like that's the way I th- yeah I've heard that expression like like another company you left the company yeah and. And it leaves Michael a, a little wedge open there to say, you know, oh, well, I got his number. Yeah. <laughs> I think we just can't find him today. Do you have the internet? Yeah, we, yeah, we lost him. We can't find him. We can't find him. So, but And then later and on. Then, and, of course, when he still thinks it's okay, I love that he immediately, is that why you call Jan or do you miss me? Yeah. <laughs> so that's still a thing. Yeah, yeah. He's, still, he's still in that delusion just playing, biding his time until he can see her again. Yeah. Someone miss me. <laughs> it, you could see it happen. And then with the and then later on how he's trying to equate having a, a memorial to Ed Truck with MLK Day. <laughs> like, yeah. Martin Luther King he gets Jr. a day and he didn't even <laughs> work here. <laughs> <laughs> like he thinks that holidays are based on Dunder Mifflin <laughs> management. <laughs> yeah, like there, there should be statues everywhere of former district yeah. manager or whatever like, like regional it, managers i think that's what i love the most about it is like not only does he not seem to understand like how you deal with death in a corporate situation he he also doesn't seem to understand how holidays work <laughs> like, <laughs> you know since they really in in some of them only pertain to whether or not he has to work <laughs> so you know that's this is true right this is true and, and she offers the, uh, the day off. off. Yeah, they don't want that. They would. You, you don't, don't know these people. Yeah. And I love Dwight in the background, just kind of like shaking, shaking his head. His head. <laughs> <laughs> Great turns for Dwight, but especially in that episode with the statue slash robots. Oh yes, <laughs> he draws the sketch. With I, I put a six foot extension cord <laughs> so he can't chase us. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and Jan's little. What the hell are you two <laughs> talking about? <laughs> That's the best. Man. <laughs> because she's still in sort of real really? land. Yeah. And this is sort of where they do hedge over to the more absurdity yeah. realm. Yeah. As yeah. funny as yeah. it is, and I get it, like, but it's Michael Grieving. And this is what Michael Grieving looks like, him talking about the statue slash robot. I feel like this is one that walks the line in, in that I can see so much of this being real in that I've seen employees have emotional breakdowns. You know, you've seen, you've gone through, you've sure. seen someone sure. go through something super difficult like that. Yeah. Um, and, and, and sometimes your coworkers be, if, be, are like a family and comfort you in, in various ways you or whatever. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've got a good situation. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it doesn't always happen. But I think they, so they take that very real world premise 
and they 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 turn it up a notch, two mm. notches, you know, just to the point of where like, okay, this would probably never happen, but I, I so <laughs> want to see how they handle it as it does. We've all had bird funerals in our offices. <laughs> yeah. right? That's happened to you all. Has it happened to you sure. out there? Right, right, oh, us, yeah. right, us at the quad P. Every know. job. It was a squirrel last <laughs> time. <laughs> same, same yeah. difference. <laughs> yeah, same difference. And of course, uh, what's sad? We don't even get to see Ed Truck in this episode. Uh, no, we don't. So and uh, we get the picture. We get the picture of oh. him and Michael. From... That Michael is decapitating <laughs> oh. with the other piece of paper. So, if you didn't know the show better, that might look disturbing. It really, but is, really to yeah. us, it just looks great. It's hilarious. It's very funny. <laughs> it's just so good. And it's, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why he needed to do that. It's part of his well, it, process. I, I, I just love it, though, that the fact that, that the kind of gruesome nature of Ed Truck's death becomes a focal point for Michael. Yeah. That he has to you know, process on well, its own. That's what really sends him into the stratosphere is yeah. when Creed breaks the news. Mm-hmm. Which, yes, which is the, one of the best deadpans in cinematic history, I'd say. Such a good moment I like for how Creed. Michael's all sad, and uh, Dwight's like, really? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like excited by the news. Like what? Yeah. He just very the... smart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very like he planned it. <laughs> He's very yeah. And then Dwight's wanting to be frozen mm-hmm. and then reanimated later on. With he'll have learned that time. <laughs> the knowledge. The knowledge. And look, he makes sure to tell Angela. Like he's really he's been thinking about this, and she needs to know his wishes. <laughs> yeah. like gonna... She doesn't want to talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> we don't want to, I don't want to like talk about like this. Like he's brought it up before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, everybody's at their wits' end with all the gross talk. Yeah, throughout yeah. the episode, <laughs> she, she she's not uh, featured much, but whenever she is, it's pretty much just showing how much she does not want to be here for any of this. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Well, I did notice that as Pam is singing in the end, she, she's standing right next to her, just giving her this sort of like the looking up but like in that smart ass way like, yeah oh my god this is so lame and kind of looking off in the distance yeah like that was her whole take on the thing except for the very end when she says amen because she's still she's so religious or yeah. whatever like, piet- she, she wanted to make sure someone said it yeah you know? <laughs> yeah like really quickly too yeah right, let's get this thing over with now <laughs> amen <laughs> amen great okay yeah but she's so not like that that's why i think angela kinsey does an awesome job with that character, oh yeah, it's such a character for her because she's nothing like that. Well, and that's the thing is she she was so patient with that show because it wasn't really until the very end of the office that they let her bring a little bit more of her own personality into True. the character. And I'm sure she did throughout. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, she would know far better than we would, but but I uh, definitely feel like she played Angela so well that yeah, you wouldn't. Those could be two separate people oh, from what I've seen. You know, completely. So. But they did give her a chance to sort of become. Somewhat sympathetic. Yeah. Somewhat. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> she did a lot That's of that. Keyword. She was one of the worst people on the show in hindsight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she, yeah. Like, well, I mean, she, they basically... really, they built her up to sort of be a, 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 a villain of sorts. You no, know? really? No. Cause she's like the ultimate hypocrite. Yeah. Yeah. Basically yeah. you've ever known. Yeah. And you've known people somewhat like that. Yeah, exactly. It gets a little out of control later on, but... Well, and I think that's one thing that The Office really went a long way to do, which was to humanize all their characters, even the ones that they sort of made caricatures along the way. Yeah. I mean, and the paths differ from character to character, but in Angela's case, they really... They took a character that they needed to fill a specific role. Right. And then as they got towards the end of the show, they really added the more human elements that built her beyond the sort of 
not two dimensional, but the, the, the limited scope of what they'd offered us, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, you know, people will argue online how, how well that worked and how, how successful they were at that. Mm-hmm. But I think you got to give them props for as much as they did, no matter what. And me personally, I think they did a great job. I, sure. I definitely uh, empathized with her by the end of the show. She kind of seems like she is softer at the start. And mm-hmm. then they just ratcheted up her like coldness. And, yeah. And then, and then it went to an apex. And then by the end, she's actually, you know, by the yeah. finale, she's much better off yeah and you know who's to say that people can't change and the characters can't change exactly over nine years nine seasons whatever what have you a lot a lot happens you know still the same person still gonna have some of the same quirks but you know people are people yeah and i think that's true i think they really delved on every character like you said they humanized them as the show went on throughout the i think the only character i was trying to think is like did they do that with everyone and they did yeah except i don't think creed really got much of yeah and no. i don't think you needed it with no. creed and that's no. what yeah. added to yeah. him was kind of just that the, was the that was the cool thing about creed is because he kind of stayed the same yeah, exactly yeah. he was always insane yeah he was always and it was just yeah. very bit little to the parts here yeah. and there that were maybe maybe classic a little, maybe a little zanier just sort of like you tell, but at the same time, he was always kind of fucked up. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then they ratcheted it up, and then, you know, Pam's, you know, pretending to be like a, you know, they're, they're, someone I'm, else. I'm the best client. <laughs> he's oh, like, that sounds Listen, good. <laughs> yeah, he just plays right along. You know, he, he doesn't know the difference. Yeah. No, yeah. That's... <laughs> but it was good to see him like that. Yeah. And, and I, you know, in that same tone, I'd say there, there, there's one exception is also is they, they really went backwards with Kevin. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. They yeah. humanized him in the beginning. They did. And yeah. then they that's sort of true. cartoonished him. He was cartoonished. Yeah. Very much Is that so. a word? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I know. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. But, you know, they... More caricatured, too. Yeah. You know, once he was doing stuff like, why use more words when less words do job or <laughs> yeah. whatever it is. It's like he went to the hilt with it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that was his idea, but they they did. Yeah, they <laughs> the did. writers did. They Which, were all in for that. Uh, but and maybe that worked okay. It didn't really take away from the show, I guess. Yeah. It was just different. But back here in season three with Kevin, we get um, yeah. we get him. He's playful and he's silly, but yes. he's also yeah. still sort of. He just seems sort of like a like a like a lovable dope at yeah. this point. You I know? love how he do, how he kind of shows his teeth. Yeah. When he's smiling like. like yeah. You know, yeah. You're gonna see him go because when he's after he's describing we could have Bernie's and he's technically been busted. Yeah. By yeah. Michael. He's still he's grinning. Busted. Still grinning. <laughs> he really does. Like when Michael asked, like, does it, do you think this is a game? Like he really does. does. He, you know? he, does. He, he still does. He's, he'd be like, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> and then like Phyllis said, but there's a ball. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> such a good line. <laughs> <laughs> they had some really good just one-liners oh, yeah. littered throughout this show. Well, one of the best laugh-out-loud episodes, just because it, it was so heavy on the dialogue. You know, the back and forth between the characters was just so prominent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for a show that it was built around that, this one, it was just... I. It reminded me of 30 Rock and how rapid fire this episode was. You I know? could see that. It was, uh, I could see that, especially with all of the the ball going around the room oh yeah and and michael just kept and forcing conversations with everybody forcing you know? the you know yeah forcing the gr- the grotesque just because he couldn't <laughs> stop thinking about it oh the interaction with stanley and it's phyllis stanley. later <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like yeah like you have just spit in my face <laughs> yep yeah <laughs> well there's something wrong with it's you <laughs> wrong with all of you like like a guy you didn't work for is dying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad, <laughs> but it's really me. <laughs> okay, 
I'm sad. Yeah, pay attention <laughs> to me. It's like the cornerstone of what he's doing. Yeah, you know? basically that's the crux of it. But I still couldn't get past the fact that he didn't really care about Ed Trump. <laughs> yeah. It's, it was always a sticking point in my head. Oh, yeah. But I'm just glad they were able to bring that picture back with Michael with the fanny pack and the mullet. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Mr. 1990. You know? <laughs> And glad to see uh, uh, Ken Howard on screen, however briefly. Uh, yeah, you know, you know, know, poor Ken. Like yeah. you know, he just realized he was never coming back for yeah for that episode. Yeah. And he's at, we actually we lo- I did like his interaction with Michael in the last episode, so that kind of does suck a little bit. Yeah, I don't he, know. he's a good actor too. He was on Thirty Rock for a couple seasons as well. He mm-hmm. ends up in the, the later seasons of that show. Uh, he he's not with us anymore either. He passed away a couple of right. years ago. Rest so, in peace, sir. which uh, sort of adds a, a a layer of sadness. Uh, uh, but you can also uh, uh, probably rest assured that he, he had a long career in 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 in, in TV and movies, uh, and so probably had quite the funeral of his own. Definitely not like what the the gang at Dunder Mifflin did for a bird. Well, so Viking funerals are common. Yeah, right. That's Dunder uh, Mifflin Scranton. Yeah, but <laughs> outlet. But no, I look, I, I looked up his wiki a, a couple of weeks back, and he he's been in stuff. He's been in stuff for years. So so really? that, that's okay. cool. So that's a, yeah. that's a face that uh, I I'm excited that I'll get to run across as, as you you, you watch films. things. You know, yeah. You, so yeah. But uh, it's like how I um, yeah, it's like I kind of did that with Blazing Saddles. I can't remember the actor's name, but he's like oh, an yeah? older guy. And uh, he's one of the council member people, but he he ended up being in other movies later on. Yeah. And uh, actually, it's the guy in um, Big Lebowski. It's, okay. It's the other Lebowski. I can't remember. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With the glasses, yeah. With the glasses, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was, in, like, he was in a completely ridiculous, awesome movie, like Blazing Saddles. I was like, oh, oh I hell yeah, I knew that, that guy. Yeah. I've seen him in other stuff, too, though. Yeah. He's, he's got he's a very a prominent, act, right. yeah, prominent appearance. So. But yeah, like, it'll be interesting <clears> to see other, like you were saying, other movies throughout the year with, what's his name again? Ken Howard. Ken Howard. I have to watch for him. So... But meanwhile, in Dunder Mifflin, of course, we don't find out about the bird until the end of the conference room meeting. And I love that when when Michael's talking about the bird later, uh, he says, Toby killed a bird. Toby killed it. We must honor it. (laughs) This is what happens when when things die. You honor them. You honor them. (laughs) Yeah, in his mind, it just skips to, Toby killed this bird. Yeah, just because that's how he found out that a bird had died. We're seeing a window into Michael's psychosis right here, Mm -hmm. (laughs) coupled with just this overall hatred of Toby. He's trying to put the water in the bird in case because you don't know if it's dead yet. Oh yeah, resuscitate him. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And and he has no no regard at all for the 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 horrible diseases you can get from a bird. (laughs) I love. In fact, to the point of screaming, "You can't get diseases from a bird." (laughs) Very timely joke. Yeah, (laughs) I think that was the Avion flu scare. No, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, that's 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 what they were saying. That was like, boom, hit that one. It was literally the point in time when everyone everywhere was telling you stay away from birds. (laughs) Well done, writers. Keep it up. And and you know, like, I mean, Dwight knows because when he's trying to shove the bird into a a, a soda can later, (laughs) he's wearing a rubber glove. I mean, he's definitely taking precautions for himself. (laughs) He grew up on a farm. He knows the deal. He knows the score. The idea of how that would work to sh- to shove something into the opening on a can. What a disgusting scene he was preparing himself for. That table was about to get a little, a little more nasty. Not just the beak on it. That's disgusting. Dwight's grandfather was buried in an old wild drum. Old drum. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And then he has that line, I would have got in there in another minute. Yeah. I, you can't tell. Does he mean the bird? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or his grandpa. 
thank you. I never, I did not put that duality uh, together. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, I need yeah. to rewatch that again. That's funny. <laughs> I would have gotten there. It's the best part about this is, is the, having those moments where it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> See, I always felt like I was missing something from that. Mm-hmm. Like, because I was like, that's funny. Yeah. But there has to be more to that that I just did not get. Because it's a really long pause. Yeah. Yeah. And just the way he comes back with it, I'm just like, yeah, man, where, what are we talking about <laughs> exactly? Wait, what? Man. Yeah, Dwight, Dwight has a, it's a really good episode for Dwight, mm-hmm. I think. And he gets to re- display his recorder uh, virtuoso yes. again with the aforementioned yeah, um, song we Oh, yeah, about. with all, all the wings of love. love. <laughs> God damn. That's such a good and, song. <laughs> He always ha- and we learn that he always has it on hand because mm-hmm. when Pam asks him that, <laughs> recorder <laughs> always, always. <laughs> the uh, these are good party coordinators, I gotta say. Did oh, I yeah. think I would <clears throat> throwing together a beautiful bird? Feed? It kind of reminded me of my job in a ways because sometimes we'll turn really random like that. Yeah, you never know what's gonna happen yeah. here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, and her little triumphant um. Uh, fist in the air after like she talks to Dwight and he's like yes always (laughs) I can't believe this is my reality right Uh now (laughs) because there's once again there's no no really no I think there's even less Jim and Pam there's no Jim and Pam contact in this episode at all because Jim is strictly dealing with Karen he's Mm -hmm. all he's all Karen all the time and I love how the way that that starts with with Josh Porter oh oh you know we mentioned uh, Jan Levinson being such a um uh, a straight man for the the antics, mm-hmm. the way she was just so annoyed by mm-hmm. Dwight and Michael. I love the moment in Stanford we get where they're in the conference room meeting, and then Andy says the the thing about um, oh, what's the joke he makes? Oh, oh suck, suck up. up, yeah, and <laughs> hardly then, coughs. And then he immediately goes, "Josh, did you hear what I said?" <laughs> and, and Josh immediately does that thing you see sometimes where where the straights don't get the weirdos in this show, yeah, yeah, and he yeah, just yeah. goes. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Yeah, and it's all over. I think it's more like he's used to that. Like yeah. Andy, like just doing bullshit yeah, like yeah. that. He's like, all right, let's go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Out. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, a little short temper on Josh. Gotta yeah. say, not giving Karen the uh, the uh, whatever. I don't know. She forgot something. So and then just to, to think yeah, that she can't handle it on her own. She can't own. handle yeah. her own. And then she has the new guy like mm-hmm. following one. her. Yeah. yeah. This is kind of a well. Now she'd said thing. he. Uh, we'd heard he got a promotion. That's what he said. Why he oh, took the job. So I don't really know true. the hierarchy, but I, I assumed by that line that he must be at least a little bit over her. Interesting. You know? So I don't know how that works, but that's a good point. He did get a promotion. Yeah, at least you know that's what he said. And and I, and I I've always back and forth in my head is does Jim is he did he really get like a new title and a promotion or is he just sort of calling the move to Stanford a, pro- a promotion, promotion? You know. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, I never. I think I always took it at took it at face value that that that's what it was. Yeah. So 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 you know that's yeah. but I uh, that's you know that's how you differ, just different ways you can interpret those scenes. Well, but. they don't bring in titles unless they're talking to assistant to the regional manager or assistant, <laughs> assistant regional to manager. right or assistant regional manager. A title Dwight would have kept uh, yes. uh, to well, d- would have kept in continuity as uh, the the manager should the coup have worked. Should it have? But, oh God, if it only could have. But I love how uh, Jim wins over Karen this episode. We know she likes him. Uh, we've heard it. She's told the camera crew she likes him. We, yeah. They've been playful. And she already has. It's been established that way with her looks at him that she does like him. But in this episode, in the beginning, she's a little annoyed. Like when he's yeah. talking to her about the chips the first time, you can tell she's just like, what are you yeah. doing? Yeah, it doesn't fall under your authority. Yeah, and, and, and when he like really pushes, like, no, this is going to be our stupid game thing. today. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. You, could, uh-huh. you could see her start to get charmed by it. Oh, so. yeah. 
And that's the whole rest of the episode is them charming each other with their own little funny quirks yeah, in their way. Exactly. Like he's a, you know, he's kind of a dork because he, you know, he's trying to do a prank and it. Yeah. He doesn't know the store number. Yep. Sick. He's trying you know, to get yeah. Kind of so, funny. And it, then, you know. She calls the one in Montreal. Yeah. She knows French, <laughs> French. And he's a little yeah. impressed, you know. Sounded good. Yeah. <laughs> right? And then at the end, when you find out the steps that he took going to the, the manufacturer, to the distributor, uh-huh. to the vending machine company, he uh, you can see where he's now putting in the time and energy into getting to know her. Yes. You know, he he's doing things for her Good the point. same way he would for Pam. Yeah. And that's, you know, obviously you want Pam and Jim to be special, but it also just shows that that kind of playfulness w- w- with the right partner is just a quality Jim has, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So just mm-hmm. by being a nice girl, mm-hmm. Karen could take Jim. Mm-hmm. There you go. Could have. And viewers yeah. panicked. <laughs> they did. <laughs> they got worried. <laughs> they I always can't... get worried when Jim finds any. another girl, any other girl. Than yeah, Pam, right? So, yeah. 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 They can't take it. Huh? And I don't remember feeling that kind of like uh, worry about them not being together. Like the first time I viewed it, I can't remember that. Wanting... I do remember still him still wanting. I wanted them to still get with Pam, obviously. Yeah. At the end. Just because it seemed like it was such a great setup. And But I got to tell I, you. I was willing to go the way they were going in Stanford, though, too. Like, cause it was just, I think it was just really well done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From the minute she joined the show, I really enjoyed Rashida Jones. I, I, I was very sad when she didn't end up not staying with the show. Yeah. Just because it was she was such a fun character that I would have liked to have seen what they do with her with someone else. Mm-hmm. So yeah, could have that character could it have worked? Didn't she leave at that point because did yeah. go join Parks and Rec or whatever? Exactly, okay. she got the job okay. in Parks and Rec, so she left at the end of uh, well of this season. Spoilers, but uh, if you if this <laughs> is your if this is your first time Sorry. through the show and you're listening to us. We've already Sorry. we've already we've spoiled a bunch of things. <laughs> so yeah. you you're you're just watching just to see yeah. it play out by this point. You so. might be angry and just cursing at us yeah. right now this whole time. So yeah. I'm sorry about that. If you're not, if you're really upset, sure. send us an email to p four podcast <laughs> at gmail dot com. That is not a real email address. But it could be. Might be. It's Might not be. though. One day. Not for us. Yeah. No, I, I enjoyed her character as well. Yeah. I kind of wonder <clears throat> what it could have been, but it was probably too mm, she was too into him. She didn't want to deal with that. Her, I mean, it fit her character, to yeah. be honest. <clears throat> yeah. She wouldn't be one to stand for that because she knows, well, number one, she doesn't like she doesn't like Michael. So, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, what the hell am I doing here? Yeah, true. You know? We so, did get a nice turn from Roy, I would say. Yeah. Um, throwing in some funny... Which set up a funny po- uh, moment later when Pam goes back to the to the to the. Oh group. yeah, <laughs> but I love that 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 in an episode where we're seeing Jim and Karen, they did have a quick moment where they're like, "Oh, they don't forget, that's we can, right. We can put a, a, a that's a, the echo. There's a good-looking boy who wants to work hard for this pretty girl. Yeah, he he's knows got, what he's lost. He's winning her. He's winning her back one awkward <laughs> encounter at a time. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it was a cool. Hey, nice. He gets to be nice guy, Roy. Yeah, this is sort of the one of the first nice guy things he does. Hey, you don't see much of that. No, so. you don't. You only you only see it when at this at this time where he's just overly going the extra, what he sees as the extra mile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and 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 we we got in the first episode of the season him talking about how he had to win her back and he was going to get his life on track. Mm-hmm. And now at least this interaction is good. It's good. It's actually it's probably one of the most genuine ones those two have together, mm-hmm. I would say. It's something that was innocuous as her new car. He's asking if she's still speeding, you know. Yeah, these two have yeah. a history. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a, and there's a, an authenticity, I guess, that kind of comes through in that. Um, 
but it's still plain as day that they shouldn't be together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and then, of course, the moment you talk about it, she comes back to the conference room, yes. and he's paused the whole meeting so that they can go check out her car. <laughs> I, I want to see that, like, 10-minute span and, like, an outtake. Like, what mm-hmm. happened during that time? <laughs> Maybe in little vignettes here and there. But, all right, everyone, we'll, we'll get to it. So what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> so this whole dead bird thing, man. Jeez, man. <laughs> it's rough. <laughs> but I love her reaction coming back. Um, you waited for me. Yeah, we're family, and you know, and we're family. This is, is all, you know, that's that's how serious. Hey, that's nice. That's you know what? That's nice in theory, but um, it totally quashed all her plans. And her, her little <laughs> Jenna Fisher's so good with her look, like, uh, like her mouth is engaged, is like looking straight at the camera, like really. And the best part, yeah, because you know, like we saw like ten seconds of Roy and Pam's conversation out there, but I'm sure they stood out there for five minutes. That was five, you know, five to seven at least. At least, you know. <laughs> which, which, which begs the question: What the hell was going on during that time? Oh yeah, I don't know. But they, but uh, go ahead. Michael talks about it being his family, and he he really wants it to be. He thinks he's getting them through this, and that's why we got the scene where he's talking about the the yeah. stages of grief. Yeah, he says, "If I can get them depressed, that's I'll have done my job." job. <laughs> yeah. Great. Great uh, uh, zooming out, by the way, yeah. to, to you know play with the, the sight gag. I love that how they kind of do that, and, and his quick just sort of looks to the side. Uh, yeah, really. The way sells he's, he's it. reading it off, yeah, the, off, the, off the computer. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. And 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 the, in that article I was reading from an AVTV, he talked about like he kind of goes through. He sort of goes through all five stages. Oh yeah. In the episodes, sort of the denial <laughs> and so forth. Like you know, he told Jan. Oh, you know, he was denial because he didn't think he was dead. Yeah, he'd sort of look at it that way, and then, but he de- he doesn't do any bargaining because that's not his style. <laughs> that's not what Michael Scott does. Nice. <laughs> he just goes straight for anger. Yeah, <laughs> and like, and then an, and then acceptance, and then uh, there's another one I forgot there, but um, yeah. depression, depression. I yeah. mean, that's the ultimate. That's almost the ultimate. Oh, we goal saw that for too. Him. Yeah, <laughs> that's really his his whole show. <laughs> if, I can, if I can get them depressed, I'll done my job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one can pull off that line like him. Yeah. Oh my god. So oh, man. Anything? Uh, any scenes we missed? You guys want to mention? God, I, uh, I, man, I think we might have hit just about everything. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, I mean, it's sort of a. It's a very simple episode. It's yeah. interesting, like for such a heavy topic. You know, like it's sort of because, like you said, it was a one. It was a two set show. Yeah. I mean, I guess they went outside at the end, but yeah. So what storylines do we have? We have our main storyline about we have Stanford and we have yeah death and we had death and chips. chips. Yeah, and there wasn't even (laughs) really chips. I don't think there was even like a third. We've seen a third storyline pop up in a lot, but there really really wasn't. Like miniature, like the Roy Pam little encounter. That's kind of pushing something a little Mm -hmm. bit that way, but really, sure. I mean, beyond that, I mean. It was a scene, you know. It was a scene. It was just a scene. It was very, very kind of. I don't know. It it was a little simpler as opposed to the coup, like last 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 episode. Yeah. Which felt more out out there and complicated. Mm-hmm. A little more. Well, just a little more. Not as sort of black and white. Yeah. Like black and white. Well, in that episode, we had because we, we had the fashion show, we had uh, the coup, and then we had yeah. whatever. What was going on at Stanford last week? Um. Oh my God. Um, I don't remember. Something. Oh well. Oh oh. Duty. Oh yeah, Call of Duty. Yes, yeah, so, yeah. So we had a, we did have we a solid call- storylines. Yeah, we really did. But so man. they, yeah, it was a little little simpler, but but damn it, was it funny? Yeah, so funny. I I, I have a little bit of trivia if you want to do that. Always. A little bit, just a little bit, a little bit. Um, okay. What? What kind of hearse chips did Karen want to get? 
barbecue. Salt and vinegar. Damn it. Jeff wins. I just say that. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got this one. Uh, what was the name of Ryan's uh, supposed uh, uh, family member who was trampled by, by trampled to death? Oh, Mufasa. <laughs> say it again. Say it again. And then, uh, yeah, what did what did Dwight rebury his grandfather in? An oil drum. An oil drum, yes. yeah. Which is noteworthy also because of Casino Night when he talks about how they buried the, the tux that they buried his grandfather in. <laughs> yeah. So that conceivably is how they got the tux out <laughs> is when they reburied him again. <laughs> and that's one of those great moments where whether you uh, make that connection or not, just the quick little reburied my grandfather. <laughs> yeah, the reburied is enough. Yeah. It is enough. Wait, it's only what? that little through line at the end. It's your little, you know, sugar on top. <laughs> Cherry on top. Man, yeah, fun episode. All these episodes rule right now. Yeah, really. We're at the we're at the heart of the best part of the show. You know, it's this is killer. This is getting better and better and building on itself, and mm-hmm. it's gonna keep doing it. So, Jeff, any final thoughts on the episode? Yeah. Uh, no, it's a good episode. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, you I picked another really good funny. one. Yeah. Yes, good times. Uh, Brian, any last things you want to throw in? Just that um, I love this. I love this. Uh, I mean, this isn't actually one of my. I I still like last week's episode better, but. Yeah. Um, this was a sneakier episode with the funny parts mm-hmm. that, but they have, but some of the greatest parts in this episode are still some of the best of all time. Yeah. Yeah. So, some of the dialogue to me is just some of my favorite lines yeah, in the show. Yeah. The know? whole, the whole, the whole death. Dwight, yeah. Dw- Dwight and Michael right now in, in the same scene is just amazing. Yeah. So it's going to keep doing that. And I can't wait till next week. Absolutely. So let's do it again. <laughs> Sounds good, man. We'll see you next week. Brian, Jeff, thanks so much for joining you us. Bet. Thanks, thanks for having me. Good job. Thanks for having thank me. Thank you. Yeah, always a pleasure. Come back again soon. Sure. Yeah, All right. Anytime, man. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for listening to the People Persons Paper Podcast. On behalf of our guest, Jeff Thomas, and my co-host, Brian Sittler, my name is Hilton Price, and get ready, because next week, we're wrestling fear to the ground. It's a slow jam of sorts. Of sorts. <laughs> But in a more like um, very bad adult radio type of way. <laughs> <laughs>